I'm actually reading this book at the moment uh, that's actually about the gulags. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I am, I'm serious, I'm reading this book. Of course you are. I am. I can tell why, because you've mentioned it several times. Okay, what are you reading about the gulags? That was a very interesting place. What do you mean? Um, no, nah, just full on, man. Because they had it was all systematic. It was all like, um, what do you call it? Just they would send anyone there, anybody. Didn't didn't matter who. Yeah, because they needed the workforce. Yeah, and uh, okay. it didn't matter who. The Gulag was. was a government agency in charge of the Soviet network of forced labor camps set up by Lenin, reaching its peak during Stalin's rule from the 30s to the 50s. Yeah. So, English language speakers also use the word gulag to refer to all forced labor camps that yeah. existed in Soviet Union, including camps that existed in the post-Lenin era. The book is called The Gulag Archipelago. Archipelago? Archipelago. Is it Archipelago? Archipelago. Because it's representing the fact that it's like a chain of islands. And um, pretty much the guy that wrote it, they pretty much, he had to write it in secret. Oh, he right. wrote it in secret those, for like yeah. 20, 30 years. And they knew he was writing it, but they couldn't get him with it. Mm-hmm. And like in the book, he admits that he had it, like with friends, parts of it with different friends, and um, like some friends he didn't see for like a year or two at a time, and he could only work on it when he would see them. Yeah. So what? What is he like a survivor? He was a World War Two. I don't know if he was a soldier or something. Uh, he was in the army, and pretty much he questioned a gen- uh, questioned an officer. And that officer then found out that he had a friend that was Ukrainian. Yeah. And that was enough cause to send him to basically, uh, what do they call it? Like, uh, dishonorably discharging. Yeah, yeah. They arrested him. And they sent him off to a gulag. And uh. the book, the book is actually about not just his, but all different people's experiences in gulags. All right. Okay. So for Soviet political prisoners, mm. all foreign civ- civilian detainees and foreign prisoners of war imprisoned in the gulag, the surviving foreign civilians and prisoners of wars consider themselves prisoners. Uh, according to the estimates, in total during the whole period of the whole system, there's about 500 POW camps, mm. uh, which imprisoned over 4 million POWs, and most gulag inmates were not political prisoners, although significant numbers of political prisoners could be found yeah. at any one time. They, like, I've, I'm about four chapters in so far, um, but pretty much, like, he talks about, like, how it's just experiences, like, different people's experiences, and there's, like, one where an actual officer, like, um, the gulag officers, whatever they, whatever the department or organisation it was, would just, he was out on a date with a woman, she got in the car, they went on their date, drove past the restaurant, and just took her straight to the gulag. Cool. Wait, hang on. Say it again. So this off this officer, like soldier, gulag yeah. guy, whatever, went on a date with a woman. They name her by name. She gets in the car so they can go on their date. But he says a the restaurant they're going to. He drives to the restaurant, continues past it, and just drives you through the front gates of the gulag. Why? Because she was a because they needed manpower. They oh. needed manpower for these gulags because it was forced labor. <laughs> then there's talks of like how they interrogate people. <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, she gets there and she's like, well, this is the worst date ever. Yeah, this is the worst. <laughs> There's, like, hinge just right, yeah, right yeah. swiping to date. There's cases of, like, um, people that would survive their 10-year, mm. uh, like, imprisonment. They'd walk out, they'd walk through the gates out, and then within half an hour they were arrested again, sentenced to another 10 years in prison. For what? Because it was the, just for the sake of arresting them. Just right. because they needed the labour. I'm worried about the Great Purge. Well, because once you're, 
Yeah. Stalin's campaign of political repression in the Soviet Union happened from 36 to 38. Involved large-scale repression of the, of the peasantry, ethnic cleansing, purges of the Communist Party, government officials and the Red Army, uh, widespread su- police surveillance, suspicion of saboteurs, counter-revolutionaries. Um, the historians estimate the total number of deaths due to the Stalinistic suppression in 37-38 to be between 950 to 1.2 million. That's just the gulag, like, sweep and clear. Yeah, yep. That's insane. That's crazy, yeah. And together, these two actions, so the Kulak operation targeting the national minorities, uh, two actions accounted for nine-tenths of the death sentences and three-quarters of Gulag prison camp sentences. Mm. Jesus. And as soon as Stalin was done, they destroyed these camps, the Gulags. Yeah, he had a, yeah, he was a big... At the death of Stalin, they literally just disassembled them. I don't know. So what does that tell you about the rule of Stalin, basically? Oh, he's a monster. See, we're back to dictators again. Of course we are. I don't remember him wearing any Gucci sunny. Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. That we saw of. <laughs> I actually, imagine, he had swag in his, in his purse. Can you imagine him walking down the gulags? <laughs> this is actually, wearing, I actually scanned his page. I scanned a page out of the book because I just found this very, very interesting. Uh, this is only on the 21st page, so that's already they were explaining stuff in here. This is just a, like a quote from it. Wait, did you buy the book? No, I bought the book. So you took a photo of the page. of one of the pages because I just thought it was really, really oh, interesting. Okay. I thought maybe like it was an ebook you're reading on your phone. No, no, no. So listen to this. This is just talking about like their uh, what do you call it? Like your what's the uh, manifesto? Basically, they're talking about the manifesto for the Communist Party. Oh, okay. and they're explaining how the gulags were working and stuff. Was my uh, was my Kampf a manifesto or just a book? I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna look up the. Why do you look that up? Yeah. yeah. So this is just a quote in one of the paragraphs. It's talking about, like, um, different types of rebellions and executions and stuff. And then it comes into this part here, and it talks about um, peaceful citizens. And then this this is the start of the quote. It goes, this action was, in fact, explained openly. Uh, Latsis in the newspaper Red Terror, November 1st, 1918. So they openly admitted this, the communists. And this is the quote. We are not fighting against single individuals. We are exterminating the bourgeois as a class. It is not necessary during the interrogation, while you're interrogating someone, to look for evidence proving that the accused opposed the Soviets by word or action. Um, the first question which you should ask him is what class does he belong to, what is his origin, his education and his profession. These are the questions which will determine the fate of the accused. Uh, such is the sense and essence of red terror. End quote. Wow. And I just thought, well, like, they weren't even looking to see if that person had done anything. Yeah. They were just looking to see basically what class he belonged to and pretty much can they accuse him of anything that he's basically his class of people. So anyone anyone below upper class basically. Well, even upper class. Even upper class. Mm. And I just thought, well, that, like, I just thought, wow, that mirrors a lot of what's going on on now at the moment. Yeah. What do you mean? With what? Well, the, right there, quotes it itself. Like, we're looking to exterminate the bourgeois as a class. That's the, that was like the, the rich people, like yeah. the, the nobility. And it says here, like it says here, it's not necessary during interrogation to look for evidence proving that they've done, uh, evidence proving that the accused opposed the Soviets by word or action. So they were looking for people that opposed the Soviets. Okay. 
But it says here that they didn't necessarily have to look for that type of evidence. It's saying here we just had to suss out the questions. Uh, where was it? Uh, the first question which you should ask him is what class does he belong to? Uh, what is his origin, his education, and his profession? Okay. Okay, so they weren't even looking to see if the person had done anything wrong. They no, were just well, looking. A, that's what they did. The Khmer Rouge did, man. Yeah, Cambodia. yeah, yeah. Literally rounded up any... But I just found that that's very interesting because it mirrors a lot of what's going on today. Yeah, but they do that. That's what they do any time a working class, supposedly working class, um, or lack of a better word, you know, um, socialist sort of movement, mm. any, the first thing they do is round up any intellects, any yeah. dignitaries. They're the first ones they go after they get their rebellion. Yeah, because they they're the ones that will question it. With, with intelligence or with political power. Yeah, yeah. But I just was like, wow, like this is from, like, the, this book, read, this, new, this newsletter, Red Terror from 1918, and it's saying word for word exactly what they were actually trying the people for, and it was just whatever they can yeah. drum up against them. Oh, you're, uh, you're, um, I don't know, you're, uh, what's somebody who lives in Russia? What's that? The one that starts with M. M? Yeah, it's a, it's a type of people in Russia that start with M, their name. Um, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm just saying, like, they're looking for any excuse. No, no, oh, no. the, um, the, um, militia? No. Uh, oh, so your your brother-in-law's sister's cousin uh, said that they didn't like the bread they got today. Yeah, okay, that's enough for us to throw you away, mm, even though yeah, you're not, yeah. you had nothing to do with that. Yeah. Oh, you you were grumbling that you had to wait in line for twenty three hours for bread today. Okay, that's enough to throw you in. Yeah. You know. Oh, you're the son of the noble that we executed. Oh, that's enough to throw you away. <laughs> Mm. You know, you know, the elimination of the bourgeois class isn't a bad thing. Mm. All right, and that's purely based on the hero worship we have now mm. of people that do not deserve any form of. Oh, I agree. Nobody deserves like the the cele- the the, the, the pseudo celebrity status that we give people mm. for being on Big Brother. Yeah, I agree. Mar- yeah, you know, married definitely. at first sight, any of this shit. Yeah, we're turning them. Like, you know what I was thinking about, man? All right, you got your, ki- your kids in school, yeah? Mm. We know that there are useless things that they teach kids in school, like yeah. curriculum, mm-hmm. and there are things they should be including, all right? Like um, like life skills, like, you know, negotiating a, a salary, you know, learn- knowing how to buy a car, learning about interest rates, all that crap. We don't learn about that in high school. No. You know, being self-sufficient, you know, learning how to actually cook, not home ec but learning how to be self-sufficient and all that sort of shit. I was thinking about if you could pick, uh, not political, just historical figures, cultural figures, etc., to be taught about in school. Do you remember what we learned in SOS? Like, I mean, obviously, we've been out of high school for years. No. Can you remember specifically learning anything in SOS about specific figures in history? Some explorer, I think. I remember we, yeah, we touched on... I think it was one... I don't know. Pocahontas? No, we didn't learn about Pocahontas, you idiot. <laughs> there might have been um, there might have been a couple of Aussie explorers. You know. I think an explorer that like went out into the outback to explore there. Maybe I honestly yeah, can't remember. Like, you barely t- like, look, patriotism isn't taught in Australian schools, no. right? Nowhere near like what it should. You reckon it should be? Do you reckon patriotism should be taught in schools in Australia? Mm, no. 
It was one of Pauline Hansen's agenda. It depends. Uh, well, <laughs> this comes back onto what we talked about last episode. What? You look at countries that have become... Well, nationalistic. Nationalistic, and they do tend to become powerful nations. Violent and stupid. Yeah, but there's no... When you're looking at a country like Australia, yeah. having a form of national identity wouldn't be a bad thing, man, considering I know, yeah. the migration factor. You know what I mean? Like, give everyone a reason to actually be unified. Create mm. a reason. Yeah. You know, as opposed to you're all here, deal with it. Yeah, yeah I, I suppose. We, we learned about, do you know what we learned about? Ned Kelly. Yeah. We did a, a week on Ned Kelly. Mm-hmm. Then we did a week on James Cook. Mm-hmm. Then we did a week on World War One and Two. You know what I mean? Mm. That was it. That, that was the extent of it. I yeah. was just thinking, like, of all the crap that they teach us in high school, would there be any figures throughout history, whether it's historically, like, you know, um, culturally, whatever, that would be enlightening to learn about? There probably is. I couldn't just name them off the cuff. I know. I'm not saying we have to learn about Julius Caesar. Dingus Khan. <laughs> you go from one end to the other. <laughs> I mean, like, even... even, even- on the on the subject of like gulags and stuff, maybe that stuff would be important well, just to show people that it's not like we are pretty privileged. Everyone yeah, yeah. in general, it's not just one. <laughs> Sorry, you finish, yes. finish, your, I, finish your, I, your no, no, finish I, your thought. No, 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 this book. All right, so this book is mm. actually mandatory. I'd like to recognise a speaker on the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, uh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for that speaker. Um, Senate Majority House. The Senator here, right? The right. We like to prove a point down there. Um, so <laughs> this book. On the left. Uh, this book <laughs> is <your> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's your left. <laughs> I'm doing it for you. <laughs> so this this book basically is mandatory reading in schools in Russia. Right. It's mandatory. So okay. it's part of their curriculum. Yeah. It's a pretty uh, full-on book. It's for... a very full-on book. Um, I wouldn't say primary school, but probably, you know, like high, high school. school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's mandatory. And apparently as well, this book is one of the contributing factors because once it was released, the West discovered about what was going over in Russia. Yeah, of course, yeah. And apparently it's one of the contributing factors to the fall of the Soviet Union. The book? Yeah. Oh. Okay, well, that makes sense. Alexander Solzhenitsyn, I think his name is, or something like that? I don't know. Look, the reason why I'm going on about what I was saying... So, yeah. So, I mean, like, now Russians in Russia learn about this book, and it teaches them, like, you know, what their ancestors have gone through. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what they're teaching in Germany. <laughs> they just bypass uh, 1925 uh, all the way to 1945. <laughs> no, not even all the way up to 89. Once the fall of the wall. Was it 89 the fall of the wall? Nothing of interest Nothing was going on here. What happens in 1939? Nothing. Nothing. We won two World Cups. Nothing. No, no. The reason why I'm bringing what I'm bringing up is about like inspirational people from throughout history. If they were just like, as a grandpapa, you have special clothing down in the basement. Grandpa, I found this random black flag. It's like, what? Are these uh, clothes for me? Are these clothes for children? I've never seen this photo of Grandpapa before. Is this a TV? I like his mustache. I like his boots. <laughs> Do you remember that line? Why are his socks so high? 
<laughs> you are such a dickhead, man. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to see if I can find this. Oh, here we go. Hang on. Wait, 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 wait. This is what I want to find. <laughs> I mean, everybody likes to be brave, right, in the real situation, but we ain't some brave sometimes, you know I mean? Sometimes you be brave. Most of the time, we're just ordinary, you know? Hope we don't get in a situation where you have to be brave. That's how the Nazis fucked over people. Because most people are basically decent. The Nazis just run over motherfuckers. Because black people are saying, fuck, I'd have told them not. You wouldn't have told them Nazis shit. Because <laughs> them motherfuckers in black, <laughs> You be out there going, hey, motherfucker, you Mr. Nazi. What's this? Oh, no. Just fuck around. Like them boots you got on, huh? Always takes a German accent to bring everything back to ground. Oh, of course. No, what I was saying was... That's true, that what he was saying, though. What? Like, it's like, you think you would have stood up, but it's like, nah. Don't you remember Eddie Murphy's yeah. Delirious? Yeah, yeah. He's like, dude, better go Texas. They'll fuck you up. Why they ain't fucking nobody up? <laughs> dude, that's exactly, that was another thing I was going to yeah. say. Eddie Murphy jacked nearly the entire set from this man. Mm. Yeah. Even the opening monologue from Richard Pryor live at the Sunset Strip is about him making it in the big time and being able to hook up with, like, hot women. Like, yeah. Exactly what Eddie Murphy talked about in Delirious, man. Yeah. Literally ripped off the I whole mean, thing. the suit gives it away anyway. There's, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. The outfit, yeah. There's a book called uh, Ordinary Men. And it talks about how normal police officers during World War Two, just normal police officers in Germany, were basically conscripted into the army. And these were normal everyday guys like us. And they were brought into Poland to police there after they had invaded. Uh, Germany had invaded. And this is about normal guys essentially becoming monsters who they would slowly, um, what do you call it? Uh like, like kind of, like drip, like not drip feed, like almost like just get them to do small things at a time where it was like, you know, just be a little bit more violent with that arrest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so essentially bringing the pregnant books, women out the into the field just execute them on and, the spot. Um, Christopher Browning. Yeah. It's best known for his 1992 book, Ordinary Men, Reserve Police Battalion uh, 101 and The Final Solution in Poland. Yeah. So it's a study of German... Um, I'm not even going to bother pronouncing this German word. Ordnungsfluits. I was close. You got to say it with the uh, with the anger, the heart. Reserve Unit 101, who which committed massacres and roundups of Jews for deportation to Nazi death camps in German-occupied Poland in '42. Yep. The conclusion of the book, influenced in part by the famous Milgram experiments, popularized in the '70s, was that the men of Unit 101 killed out of obedience to authority and peer pressure. So basically, you know, they just kept getting. Uh, what's it called? Conditioned. Yeah. But isn't that the whole defense for like being a Nazi? Mm. Mm. We're just doing what we were told. Mm. They probably just hated the curls or something. You're an idiot. So can't you, one serious thing. No, no. Okay, hang on, man. I don't know how we got to Nazi Germany. There's Gulags. Like, yeah. yeah. Every, every episode always comes back to Germany. <laughs> every episode. No, no, no. But think about it. Okay, I was wa- I was watching a bit about the Nuremberg trials. Mm. Right, it was insane. It was the biggest theater show ever. But do you think these officers, like say at the Nuremberg trial, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say forget the very top of the the top brass. Yeah. 
such a dick. Can you take things seriously for once? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not making jokes at concentration camps here. I know. I don't say anything about concentration camps. I said curls. <laughs> That's a Jewish thing. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> what is it then? Damn, jeez. Calm down. <laughs> no, no, no. Poor Jews. No, but think about it, yeah? At what point mm. can you can someone be pardoned for war crimes like that when it can say, I was just following orders or I was acting on my own volition? Well, it depends to what extent that person, uh, depends to what that, well, like in the Nuremberg trials. I mean, it depends. Like in a court, like every country's court is going to be different. But at the end of the day, your decisions are your own. There's nobody else's, yeah, aren't that's, they? That's, that's it, yeah. Maybe in some countries, oh, okay, you influence whatever. But they were still your actions. Yes, yeah. they might have been conditioned. They were conditioned to kill these people in Poland. But at the end of the day, it was still their actions. Yep. Yep. You know? Yep. So your actions are yours and nobody else's. Yep. You know, there's a, there's always, you know, a lot of the jobs that you go to now, um, they say, like, all the, the, the accidents at the bottom go to all the way to the top. Yeah. You know, like, the guy at the top is just as responsible for the actions of the one at the bottom and likewise, you know. Yeah. So... You know, like, See, but I, I, I like, I, I, for the most part, live by that rule to this day. You know, your actions are your own. Exactly. If you, if you cop a consequence, that's right. That's I it. agree. I, 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 I so, yes, I'm which is true. why, like, capital punishment or blah blah blah. If it's all justified and uh, whatever. Hang on, wait, wait, wait. I mean, oh, hold on, I missed that. No, well, Pay attention, man. We don't like repeating yourself. I know what's happening here. You got us doubling back for conversation. I'm, I'm trying not to get caught up in his propaganda. That's what I'm trying. I'm, <laughs> Dude, I want to hear it, especially with his freaking. Uh, I say, Idi Amin. Uh, Idi Amin. Look, <laughs> there's someone who waves enemies. Yes, dude. Another brute. Can you not put those sunnies on? I haven't worn those. Sunnies. It's Gaddafi. That is literally Gaddafi. Hello, boys. Dude, Quim. <laughs> you literally look like Gaddafi. The tongue, the tongue looseners. <laughs> You don't want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> I love how guys run that accent. <laughs> like Bronx, you don't want to know. <laughs> Prison. Hang on, I'm going to fight. Surely this is going to be on, on YouTube, man. Seriously. Actually, hang on, what's this? Uh, Robin Hood, many tights. Jail? Would you look up jail? Oh, did you say Elon Musk was on SNL? We'll talk about yeah. that. Yeah. We'll talk about that. They reckon, so there's two things. What are you skipping over this for? <laughs> okay, there's two things that are very interesting that happened. Please, the dungeoners. No, no, no. Um, listen, Gaddafi. Yes. Can you please take those signs off because I can't take them off. want to prove your point and then I'll take them off. I'm expecting to put on like so a brown I, I, I was saying that your decisions are your own. Mm. Yeah. And, and he asked- said he agrees with that. He tries to live by that and say, so guys, if you do something... And the consequences are okay. But you what get if you do penalty. something? What if you do something because you're under duress or you know? Oh, well, that's why I said if it's justified. What's justified? If if someone like if you go out saying to yourself, "I'm going to murder 15 people today because I feel great," and you go and kill 15 people, and they say, "Well, you're getting death penalty," and people are like you can't do that. It's justified to give them the death penalty. So you're saying an eye for an eye? Yes. <laughs> In <laughs> that just- case, it would be 30 eyes. I'm just trying to know if getting, there was that many. I'm basically no. I'm getting an understanding of what he's talking about. Yeah, man. I, I, I believe to, for, it's got to be justified. Okay, like so, I'm using common sense okay, here. I'm so, not okay. So with that argument, mm. I'm just playing devil's advocate. What if you got a five year old kid who accidentally shoots his three year old cousin because yeah. he stumbled on his you know dad's rifle? Parents are in the parents are in the wrong. 
parents don't have a, hack, a kid can't. Firstly, a rifle should be locked away. In okay, the, man. Where are the bullets? <laughs> you know, why is it even loaded? <laughs> yeah. The killer's in how, how is it loaded? <laughs> That's the thing. How is a gun out of its safe? All right. And there's a lot of right. there's Forget a lot gun. loaded. There's Forget a lot the of people that don't follow gun regulation okay. rules. Forget the gun. Mm. The kid finds a, a a knife in the kitchen, man. Yeah. And like the kids are five. The kids four. Well, that's not justified. It's an accident. The, the kid, the kid doesn't have the the mental. I believe the psychologist was already warning warning about little Damien. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they should have taken steps earlier. No, no, I'm I'm just saying. Hmm. I don't think it's justified to. I mean, there's a mental capacity that's. Well, there's the case in you in the UK where those so two then, those two teenage boys. I think hey, they okay, killed another on. teenage yes, boy. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. If you want to talk about mental capacity, then they say Martin Bryan had the mental capacity like a, a five year old or whatever it was. Remember? Do you think if people they can prove that? It? Do you? They did. Hang on, hang on. Martin Bryant. What, what's Martin Bryant? Well, he didn't get a death penalty. He just got thrown away in prison. Yeah, I know. That's the Port Phillip Bay massacre. Port oh, Arthur. he should have. Port Arthur. Port Phillip, Phillip Bay. Bay. Um, probably. I mean, he only stopped because he stepped on a syringe. <laughs> and bought a six-pack. <laughs> Can we not make jokes about the one of the biggest freaking massacres of all time? Terrible. Terrible. Such a dickhead. Seriously. Okay, the internet's <gasps> chopping up again for some reason. Anyway, yeah, poor, uh, Martin Bryant, the argument was that he was um, he had an ID hmm. where he's, he's literally, his he's, uh, brain, uh, he, he had the thought, thinking capacity of like a, a, t- a kid. Surely his parents would have known that from... Was that a, a trial defense that they used or was that legit? No, it was legit. That's what they said. So they didn't use it as defense? I'm sure they did. I remember. He only got five lifetimes. I mean, like, the thing is, like, if you have the mental capacity to not understand what's going on, how do you have the mental capacity to buy a gun, load the gun, point the gun, and shoot the gun? Okay, hang on. Martin Bryant doesn't have the capacity to think, decide, and make appropriate judgments. He's an extraordinarily disturbed individual, very very rare clinical case. Okay, hang on. But, then you but, then, but see, then, I don't, I don't know, man, because you look at these mass murderers, they're not dumb people. Mm. Okay, hang on. They play dumb. Descriptions of Brian's behaviour as an adolescent show that he continued to be disturbed and outlined the possibility of an inter- intellectual disability. While When leaving school in 83, he was assessed for a disability pension by a psychiatrist who wrote, cannot read or write, does a bit of gardening, watches TV, only his parents' efforts prevent further deterioration, could be a schizophrenic, and parents face a bleak future with him. He had... Uh, in the examination after the massacre, forensic psychiatrist Ian Joblin found Bryant to be borderline mentally disabled with an IQ of 66, equivalent to an 11-year-old. Well, there's those two, what was it, 10, 12 and 13-year-olds in the UK that I was telling you about in the 80s? Yeah. I mean? oh, the and kid. They, yeah, they killed someone. They killed a boy. They kidnapped, the, they stole, basically took a kid from like a shopping centre. And they whatever. murdered him. Yeah, like they murdered him. And even in the... He's yeah, out. Isn't, aren't they... Isn't oh, I don't know. But even in America, there's like these two teenage girls and they killed one of their friends because yeah. they were trying to summon uh, whatever he's... They were trying summon. to do a summoning, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they killed her. They stabbed her to death or something. Mm. You know, 60 they, times or something. Yeah, and they were like 12 and 13 as well. Look, I mean, when I was 11, I, I knew right from wrong. I, I, I knew all my I friends. I think you know right, right from wrong. wrong. The, 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 the critical the, right from wrong. The critical wrongs. right from wrong by the time you're at least five or six years old. Yeah. Right? You know something hurts, and, yeah. and you shouldn't hurt other people like yeah. the way it feels. Do, uh, little cupcake, do not walk away with strangers. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, stuff like that. Okay, hang on. Uh, Martin Bryant, while awaiting trial, was examined by a court-appointed psychiatrist who was of the opinion that Bryant could be regarded as having shown a mixture of conduct disorder, attention deficit hyperactivity, and a condition known as Asperger's Syndrome. 
Psychiatrist Paul Mullen, at the request of Bryant's legal counsel, found that Bryant was socially and intellectually impaired. Furthermore, finding that he did not display signs of schizophrenia or a mood disorder, Mullen concluded, though Mr. Bryant was clearly a distressed and disturbed young man, he was not mentally ill, and he was eventually diagnosed with Asperger's. When he's well, that's, his time that's, that's no excuse. He's still wearing sunnies. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't felt the. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting for the right time to take them off. You know what annoys me is they look a lot better on him right now than they've ever done on me. Just because I can picture Gaddafi and that face and that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the Carreras, man. Okay, nevertheless, it's getting to my head now. So right. Elon Musk was on SNL. Wait, are we done? Is that it? Are we right. finished with that one? I don't know. Are you done with it? Oh, I just well, I mean, we, can go, we can go further down. I just want to hear his opinion on it. Do you think people that uh, commit murders and okay. mass what I'm saying murder, is, yeah. Martin Bryant apparently had the mental capacity of like an 11 year old or whatever it is. Yeah. Right. IQ of 66. Right. He's currently serving like 30 life sentences because of the massacre. Yeah. Does that mean they should have been let out because he had no mental capacity? No. Why? Because he still committed the crime. But he had the intellect of a... Six, uh, I couldn't give a fuck if he had an intellect of a baby. He still committed the crime. What did we say earlier? <laughs> what did we say? What's that? Sorry. What did we say, what did we say earlier? <laughs> You're in control of your own actions. Yeah, that's true. Regardless of your mental capability or not. And if the parents have failed, then the parents should pay. If the parents are dead, well, then he has to pay. Or the psychologist. Sounds like the psychologist was onto this from bef- years before. Psychologist failed him terribly, and I have firsthand. I mean, there's a there, there's a running that. there's a running um, what do you call it? Like uh, there's a running thing where you know, like a lot of the uh, family services and stuff like that fail because they don't follow up on stuff. Correct. Yeah. You know, like yeah, there's that, that story of like in America where that guy that had um, kidnapped two girls and he had them locked in like lockers in his back, not lockers in like contain containers, you know, freight yeah. containers in his backyard. For like 10 years, and he was raping them, and he had children with them and all that. Oh, and the children's children, whatever. Yeah, yeah, Mm. and then like child services was called out there like four times, went out in the backyard where these freight containers were, everything's all right, and they just walked out. Never investigated what was inside these containers. that's complacency on like, that's human error. But that's more than four times they went out. Like I said, that's human error and complacency. So so can I get your views on what we're talking about? Because I'm really interested to see what you think of the whole thing also. I know, I know. Oh, sorry. I'm gonna, I'm, sorry, sorry. I'm going to like jump across the table and start laying some ass kickings down. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start with the vest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, just because you don't have a G-Shock, it's not my fault, all right? John Mayer. John Mayer. John Mayer. <laughs> I'll find the clip to die. Um, what do I think? Yeah, because I know his point pretty much. Look, I, oh, I haven't said anything. I'm just asking questions. I know, but <laughs> we usually align on a lot of things to pr- pretty, pretty close. <laughs> just because, well, not necessarily. Just because I say these things doesn't mean when I get my eventual empire and kingdom, doesn't mean I shall be well, of course. ruling with the, you know, the same. I'm in a hall. <laughs> I'm in a hall. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what? Piss off, because I've known him like our entire lives, mm-hmm. and he's generally pretty conservative, but down the line. Yeah. You mm. play down the line, but you sometimes throw out these audible spanners in the work. I do. Like, what are you talking about? But I like it. That's why I, I like it. <laughs> I like doing I like, that. Uh, you know, it's it's something to talk about. It creates I think conversation. I, I think I'd be the voice of reason in this uh, entire asparagus salad, man. Seriously. Oh, don't. Um, <laughs> I could go with one of those right now. Asparagus salad. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I crave, I'm craving asparagus in the last couple of days. I don't know. I don't why. think I've ever craved asparagus in my life. Yeah, me neither. I've cooked it. Just, you know what? Asparagus. I don't like the urine. <laughs> <laughs> I, never, I never liked asparagus. Yeah. I only started cooking it when I moved out of home, and it was purely 
purely a reason of, I need to change it up mm. and I need vitamins. Yeah. This is green. I <laughs> hear this is good for you. I only started like three years ago on asparagus. Yeah, maybe three, four And it was only ago. by flute, by f- accident. Yeah. I think I went to buy broccolini and there was no broccolini, so I bought asparagus. Yeah, it's it's close. His broccolini hasn't sprouted yet. That's why it's so cheap. <laughs> if I leave it in my fridge for a couple of weeks, it'll grow. It says it's sprouted. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, so you want my opinion on that? Yeah, oh, yeah, it'd be good. I think Martin Bryan... Not, not, not specifically that, sorry. I just meant the, the whole start of the... Um, it'd have to be case by case. Yeah, yeah I agree. Of course. Yeah, yeah and that's the thing... You, you can't give a blanket rule on something like capital punishment just based on the fact that crimes get exonerated all the time, man. Yeah. Based on DNA evidence, new witnesses. Yeah. You know? yeah. And at and, the time too, right? Yeah. And the complacency of, of people, like you said, child services or whatever was meant to do a check in that. Yeah. Store, yeah. You know, yeah. And the, they failed. And they failed. It could be anyone that failed, which could lead to a wrongful arrest. It could yeah. Be to anything. Totally you know agree. I mean? Totally agree. So it's case by case. It's not just a matter of, you know, we caught you with this. Yeah. We're taking your hands. What about that, that case? Martin Bryant? Yeah. What do you reckon with him? He was in control, man. Yeah. And you know what? I think the, look, psychiatry is one thing. The psych, the psychiatric, um, state of someone, any individual is based purely on human opinion. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. You that's, know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, 100%. That's when they get kind of flaky. Yeah. Because you know what, man? I could fake a mental illness right now. Exactly. An, an ID. Yeah. I know I know of someone going back. I won't name names or anything, but I know someone older generation. They faked uh, an ID to get out of prison, uh, military service overseas. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> How many actual people <laughs> do you think? That? This is what we need to film. Just so everyone can see that. He swirled in his chair, <laughs> took a breath, and I was holding the mic. Don't worry, when, when, uh, when Dogecoin goes back up, I'll buy a... Oh, Dogecoin. <laughs> Dogecoin. Uh, don't forget about Elon Musk and Dogecoin. Yes, yes. Come back to it. How many people do you think that actual claim mental illness and depression mm. are actually, like, have depression? Like criminals? No, no, everyday run-of-the-mill people. You want me to answer that you want to answer that? I'm happy to give it to Mama Gaddafi. Mr. Gaddafi? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking... the sunnies off. I'm talking about genuine depression. Yeah. And, like, mental... I, again... Illness? I think... And then I think that... Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, don't, yeah. I think it comes down, once again, case by case. Because okay. everyone reacts differently to depression, anxiety, yeah. stress, blah, blah. It, some people suicidal over it. Some mm-hmm. people, like, eh, yeah, I feel like shit today, whatever. I'll get through it. Yeah. I'm one of those people. I, it, it never bothers me. I mean, like, in the back of your head, I'm sure it does. Mm. You know, you don't think about it in the front of your head, but in the back, it's probably there. Um, but I, I, I don't change my life over it. I don't stop and fall over over it. But I know people who will stop their lives completely or they'll yeah, have to call in sick yeah, at work. Yeah, yeah, or, definitely. Um, but it's a case, it has to be case by case. Every, every, no one, again, there's no blanket rule for depression and anxiety. No. Um, I think, right, as someone who's... Dealt with mental illness, all right? I think that people, especially in 2021, fall back on mental illness or depression or all that sort of shit because it's a nat- it's a it's become a viable social crutch that is easily attainable. That natural and, response, and you can't question it. Use yeah. it as a hall pass. Exactly, and people are just becoming weaker because no one can judge you on it either. Yeah, yeah. Because that that question that I just asked gets shut down. Yeah. Uh, it's just a question. Because you're not allowed to ask about it, right? You're not, no. You're not, there's there's yeah. topics you're not allowed to ask at yeah. all anymore. Yeah. 
Um, that's what I was just wondering. Cause, cause, no, yeah, because, yeah. like you said, I think mental illness uh, affects everyone differently. Whereas I've never missed a day of work because of mental, like any form of depression or anything. It doesn't matter what I've got going on in my life. I've gone up and gone to work, even if I felt like shit. Yeah, doesn't matter yep. what I did around it to self medicate. You know, like deal with that sort of scenario. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, I still got up to go to work just because my uh, responsibilities, my my awareness of my responsibilities, are too high. Yep. to let go. Totally agree. Right. But there are people that will literally take a day off work because they got told they have to head up some new assignment. Or not work at all. Yeah, and it's like, I can't deal with this. I'm taking a mental mental health day. Like, yeah. What are you talking about, man? I, I think it's work. I think there's a case of overcompensation at the moment. Overcorrecting, not overcompensation. Yeah. Um, in all aspects of area, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but I think it's because people take advantage. I mean, let's be honest. People do take advantage of it. And I oh, think they know that they can because yeah. your workplace can't turn around and say to you, you're not depressed. And if they do, then, well, there's a lawsuit there. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Everyone just gets sued these days. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It's kind of right. sad. It's pretty sad, isn't it? What is? The whole situation about, like, people taking advantage of mental health when people out there who legitimately are affected by it and need help and don't ask for help, you know, they just, they get by and they're the ones that really need help. Hmm. It's like a ticking time bomb, right? Eventually, you know, you can't always keep it in. But everyone needs someone to talk to, right? Everyone has to have someone to talk to at some point. So I don't know. It's kind of sad. Yeah, but we live in that we live in that kind of country where it's set up where access for things, access for healthcare, in particular, it's it's really up. It's real. The there's no counterbalance. There's no healthy balance to yeah. healthcare. Man, I could have used so much help with my back. Yeah. So much help with the like therapy, uh, psych- psychiatry, like all that sort of shit. Right. And it wasn't available to me unless I had money or insurance. Mm. Yeah. I couldn't claim a healthcare card because I earned too much money, which was more than minimum wage. Yep. And I didn't have the money to pay for these services. So it's like, well, you're on your own, champ. You, you remember when I was in hospital, right, for a mm. month with the unknown illness over yeah. a month? Um, I tried to claim benefits for... He was constipated. I was in hospital, <laughs> right? I, I, I had to quit my job. Wasn't it... Um I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue someone. <laughs> I love how we're just making fun of his mental illness. It's gonorrhea. 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 What was it we used? Syphilis? And what was the other thing we used no, to say? No, it was, it's family guy. Chlamydia. 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 Your family. father's here. <laughs> Chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I tried to claim benefits, um, and they rejected me just purely because I didn't have a diagnosis. Well, because they couldn't diagnose me. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the government said we can't give you any kind of benefits because the doctors can't diagnose you. And then the doctors wrote a note saying he's extremely sick. We don't know what's wrong with him, but he's done every test. He's entitled to benefits, and they basically said no, nope, unless he's got some kind of illness. And they're like, he does, but. And they're like, can you diagnose? No. All right. Well, he's it's not called, getting any payment. It's called cupcakes dis, uh, syndrome. <laughs> they could have just but, made something up. But, like, if I didn't have, like, parents or a partner or someone to fall on or yeah. savings. Yeah, definitely. Like, that, that's my, my life ruined at that mm, point. Yeah. That's why you do what I did and just get back to work. I couldn't walk. I couldn't walk, but I got up. <laughs> he's crawling. I took, I took a, a pack of Voltarens <laughs> and two Macindos. No, but I didn't I have... I drank half a litre of... He, um, he would have been... called? He would have been... Mine wasn't made my way to work. Mine wasn't mental, though. The cops would have been called out a few more times to his office because yeah. he'd been crawling on the floor. <laughs> 
Oh, you're looking up skirts there, cup. Don't, don't even remind me. I've had cops come to the office before. That was just. What did you do? I didn't do anything. <laughs> of course you did. I admit to nothing. <laughs> I played the fifth. <laughs> I didn't do anything. No, we've still got the one of you um, getting charged with uh, sexual harassment from That's last what I mean. He'd be crawling in yeah. Oh, no, no. Cop showed up one day and I was like looking. I was like, oh, God. You what know? did you do? I was, I was joking. I was like, oh, they're here for me. Like, you know, you say that, right? Like, it's a joke. I was saying it to my workmates. I'm like, oh, shit, they're here for me. And next minute, they come in. Yeah, we're looking for Andrew. What? <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, he's over there. <laughs> it's him, that guy. <laughs> they, they had driven all the way from, um, um, what's that getaway spot with all the spas and stuff? Dalesford. Dalesford. They, driv- they drove all the way from Dalesford. What were you doing in Dalesford? I wasn't there. So why did they drive from Dalesford? Uh, long story. We have time. <laughs> <laughs> we have time. See, we have time. They time. thought they coffee, 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 coffee. Start, and I'll make some coffee. I'm good with coffee. Never. Play for coffee. 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 <laughs> um, Slam the door. Like, we have time. <laughs> Lock. <laughs> okay, okay. Continue. Um, yeah, they, they. So they thought. They thought that I Such had. Uh, I reckon what had happened was we tried to. Book, right, here we go. Already Tell us what they think and then give us your opinion. They think so that think I set up like thousands of spam email accounts uh, to abuse and harass this business owner who ran like a train hotel. Mm-hmm. It was like an old train that's being converted into a hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, because we had like an argument. This sounds up your alley, by the way. On the phone, <laughs> I'm liking where this is going. What, what happened was my missus called. <laughs> what, so the so the website says call um, oh, okay, between between the hours of like eight and ten p.m. Right. This already sounds like you did it. Just wait. <laughs> eight, Put on the glasses. I did nothing. <laughs> eight, eight a.m. and ten p.m. Okay. All right. Okay, now so the bus- I know the rules here. <laughs> okay, so the business is open. So, the business is open from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., right? It says call, and it's a mobile number, okay? So, it was 8.30. So, my partner called to book, to planning a little getaway for the weekend. My partner called to book. The guy answered, and he was just swearing and abusing her. For what? How fucking dare you call me at 8.30 at night? Do you know people have lives and blah, blah, blah? She's like, look, your website says call between 8 a.m. and 10 p.m., no, it doesn't. I never said that. So I took a screenshot as this was happening because I knew it was, you know, this was going to end badly. Um, and then, yeah, he was just abusing the hell out of it. I'm like, just hang up. Like this guy's ridiculous. Um, he kept abusing her. He said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna find you guys and I'm gonna kill your families and blah blah." Anyway, this went on. And I said, "Just hang up. Just hang up." The guy's not well. Like he's mentally unwell. So she hung up. The next day, I had like gotten a phone call from the cops. Um, saying, like, did you call this guy? And I said, yeah, we did, but he abused us, so we just hung up. And they go, well, he's, he's you know, looking to take action against you. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't understand. I'm like, you're wasting my time. This is ridiculous, you know? For what? Yeah, exactly. So, again, this comes down to police corruption. I reckon they were friends. He had a friend in the force or something in mm-hmm. down there, and he's yeah. complained to her. Um, yeah, and she was just pushing it. She was pushing Like, she wanted to get me. She wanted me so bad, I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. Who did? The cop. Oh, the one that called you? The cop you? really wanted to... The one that called you or yeah. that came to the... No, the one that called me. Oh, okay. She was like unprofessional, abusing me on the phone. Don't you lie to me, you little shit. I'll come down It could have been someone get... even pretending to be a cop. No, no. She and was, they just reversed She was the, the cop because I met her afterwards oh, okay. in person. Oh, okay. Um, she was the actual cop. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, and it was just the most messed up experience. Anyway, and then they said that I had organized hate mail and spam mail into the thousands to his email account, to his business account. Mm. I'm like, firstly, I don't have time because I was working my ass off at the time. I'm like, I don't have time for this crap. Like, you're throwing me shit unless you have evidence. And they're like, oh, we have your IP address. And I'm like, what is it? Tell me my IP address. Tell me what IP address you've got and I'll tell you if it's mine. And I'm like, do you know how I know you don't have it? Because I use a VPN. I'm like, G- give me the address. So I don't know, I can't disclose that information. You can't disclose information about my own IP address that I have access to and I'm looking at right now. You can't give me that number. No, no, we can't give you that number. All right, goodbye. Hung up on her. She called me back. Hung up on her. She just kept, <laughs> kept doing it. Charge of harassment. <laughs> so she came down. Yeah. Came down to my work because I told her. I said, you want to come down and have a chat? Come down and have a chat. I don't care. I'm not hanging up. I'm working. So she came down. She drove down. And then that escalated from there. We went down to the cop shop. I did a full interview and everything. Um, I was laughing throughout the whole interview. I wish I kept the disc. Um, what? I was just laughing my ass off. I'm like, this is ridiculous. You guys are stupid. Like, this is the most dumb thing I've ever gone through. Mm. And you've got nothing. And you're sitting here, like, accusing me of this. And I'm like, tell me what IP address you've got. Tell me what you've got. No, nothing. Oh, what did you do? Just confess. Just confess. You know, this will be over and done with if you just confess. And I'm like, I'll tell you what. I'm going to take this cop to court because she's abusing me, she's harassing me, there's some kind of personal, con- you know, blah, blah. They kept pushing it. So anyway, I left the interview. The next day, she called me again, abusing me. Oh, just confess. And I'm like, listen. What the? What I-, is- I said her first name. I said her last name. And I said her home address. And I said her partner's name because she was a lesbian. And I said, I'll see you at the rally. And da, da, da. She's like, excuse me? Are you threatening me? And I'm like, no, I'm just telling you. I'll see you at the rally. I'm like, and I understand that the, your friend who you're um, talking about from the train yard, he's also uh, a gay guy, and, you know, I, I can see that you guys are connected on social media and all that. She's like, you don't have access to that information? I'm like, well, I do, because your partner's name is this, and you live at this address, and his address is this, and uh, that was it. I never heard from her again. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard from her again. And it was all because I, I had, a, obviously, an insider that gave me the information, but um, I never heard from her again. But, like, how ridiculous is that story? <laughs> Hold on. He's saying, he's saying you're, that's, mad, that's a mad story, but essentially what you're saying is that you were talking about police corruption, yep. and then you got her information through a police insider as well. Yep. I complained <laughs> about police corruption to <laughs> someone. <is> police corruption. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Gaddafi out. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know the person. Uh, the person that got you. Mm. Oh, yeah. I already can think yeah. of who it may have been. Yeah. Yeah. I can think of a number of suspects that may have been. Mm. That's hilarious. Yeah. Ridiculous situation. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> One of me. He strung up the car. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. I felt pretty amazing afterwards. <laughs> Hung up, walked outside, lit a smoke with like a match from his shoe. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Just... Like a, a hot dog out of someone's hand, ate it. You know what I mean? Better than sex. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, but see, that worked in your favour. Yeah, it did. But I mean, the whole—I mean, the whole situation. Like, I couldn't believe what was going on. I couldn't believe that this can happen to people. And I mean, I got lucky because I knew someone that could help me. Mm. But they weren't willing to back down. Like, they wanted blood. Yeah. And I did nothing wrong. I got abused. My partner got abused on the phone for fuck's sake. Yeah. Go after that guy. No. Nah. I had it recorded too. That conversation. Mm. Like, where, where, what's happening here? i got everything legally going for me, nothing for them. So... Uh, that recording's illegal. Yeah, the recording's illegal, I know. Do you still have it? No. 
What happened? Man, these are the things that I'll be showing my kids. The CDs, you know the CD interviews. I only just recently got rid of them too. I didn't want to look at them anymore. I'm like, I hate that memory. <laughs> oh, mm. these are the things that will be part of the family heirlooms as far as yeah. I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm serious, man. <laughs> this is like, what's this? Your granddaddy had a run in with the law. <laughs> 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 I'm serious. That's the bad shit. I didn't know you had a platinum record, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> good memories on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a frame yeah. CD, yeah. one of those gold discs that we used to burn back in the day. It was a gold disc. Speaking That's what it was. Which, I found when I moved, man. I emptied out like my desk and all the old crates and shit. I found like spindles and spindles of blank CDs. I can't bring myself to throw them away. Yeah. Remember when, Good times. Like, remember when mm-hmm. they were worth their weight in gold, yeah. like yeah. 10 bucks a disc? I remember going down to the supermarket, yeah, and you'd be like, oh man, I need, I need blank CDs, and they're like 30 bucks for a little stack, and you're yeah. like, all right, <laughs> can I afford that? We don't physically use them anymore at all, do we? No. Only, I mean, unless you've got a car that runs CDs. Yeah, but I don't remember the last time I put a CD in a car. I've, I've got one CD in my car, it's 50 Cent, uh, Get Rich or Die Trying, and that's mm. been in there since I got my car, basically. The last time I used it was to install um, software for a Wi-Fi device. So, obviously, people wouldn't have had the internet for that device, so they needed a CD for it. Mm. But even then, like, obviously, USB is more expensive than a CD, so, you know. Is it, though? Uh, Probably not anymore. Nah, I mean, you can buy those USBs from, like, the post office, like, seven bucks, and they're, like, 10 gig. Yeah, like a tiny flash one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 gig or something, man. You can get, yeah. That's what, like, that's what technology... It's about a dollar a gig or less now. Do you still have, like... Old software and stuff on discs? Not yeah. anymore. I still got them, but I don't use them. I don't have them anymore. Do you know what space they take up, man? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I feel weird throwing them out. I've got old PC games that are still on disc, and I'm like, I don't want to throw them. I threw out that a I lot. Have. I threw out a lot. Yeah. Donated my salvos, whatever. Um, See, in my but, head, I'm just sitting there thinking they could be a collectible one day. Yeah. I keep them, but I know it's not. I've kept the ones that I know that I want, but now I've already re-bought them on Steam for like five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the entire collection. Like, eh. what was that gangsters game like? The one you were telling me about. Bad. Yeah, it's okay. Worth playing. I haven't played enough of it. I don't it's, know why I'm asking. Got a, I've got Ghost of Shimmy, and I'm never. I'm, like, I don't. I can't think of a time when I'm going to be able to play this game, man. Well, in six months' time, when you sit down for that two hours in your. Can I just say, speaking of time, because I'm not sure how you are in your personal life, and this is a serious. Don't don't think that I'm just saying this now. We don't always as a stupid attack you, did. We just want to genuinely know. Oh no, because you might say the same thing as well. So just bear with me, all right? So there was a study done. That showed that men's testicular cancer... This is a serious thing, okay? I'm, I'm bringing up a serious subject. I'm not just joking around this time. I joke around a lot about this, but I'm not joking about this, okay? Um, Why that, is my stomach turning? That, after a, a quite a large study with a large amount of participants over a long period of time... Uh, I can't, I don't, I'm saying long and large because I don't remember the exacts. Um, you like they found life. that the average of 21 jerk-offs in a month... Reduced your chance of testicular cancer by at least one third. Yeah, that's just prostate, man. That's great. Yeah, that, that's a known fact. No, that, but I mean, well, it was a known fact, but I never knew there was an actual physical study I can it's read. Like, it's like a, it's a delicate balance. It's like if you're an oversexed addict, yeah, your prostate swells up and you're fucked. Yeah, but it's you need to stay active to some degree. Right. Yeah, and they said that the, the minimum. The, obviously, they can't figure out the maximum because they. It's it's obviously difficult. I'm sure they could find a guy that's willing. But the minimum, the minimum they said was 21 a month. And luckily for me, I'm on track. You're an idiot. 
Um, no, I'm serious. I'm, well, I, know a guy, I know a guy that just had his prostate removed. Every 21 yeah. days or 21 in no, a no, time? No, no, 21 the... throughout the, the month. So, so 30 different, months. Different days. You can, th- I think they said it was okay for a couple a day, but you've got to spread them out. You can't just... It's over time because the build I, I know a guy, you get rid of the build I know a guy that had his prostate removed due to cancer. Yeah. And the doctor said, try and get active as soon as you can. Right. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. yeah. They said it'll be just one or both. I think, I think it was because it's not always both. They say because you get one, there's a chance the other one gets it, but not always. <sighs> um, I mean, it doesn't matter, but I'm just curious. I don't know. Yeah, but they just said to him, he needs to get active at some point, like as in slowly work up to it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because that is part of the regeneration. Yeah, of like yeah. the human body, dude. If you don't use it, you lose it, man. Mm. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah. It's like muscle memory. Yeah. Like with, with you, you know. I feel, dude. This is the most unfit I've ever been in my entire life, and I feel it. Yeah. I get up and walk, and I fucking pant. Yeah. I'm dying to get back in the gym. I've got access to a gym now. I'm waiting to get. I've got to get settled. I've got to, because you know, you wake up, your house is in chaos. You just get anxiety. You know what I mean? Like you don't. You feel like you're, you're constantly coming home to yeah. headaches. Once that's done, I'm back at the gym. There's no questions, no ifs, ands, or buts. I don't care. You said you got a pool too, right? I've got access to a pool. You should definitely use the pool. It's outdoor. And it's not heated oh, during winter. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, apparently. Cold like, water therapy, though. <laughs> Man. Cold water's good. I can't. I have cold showers now. I can't. No. I've got a couple guys that swear on that. I can't do it. You feel amazing. Look, man, it's summer. I, I do turn the dial to cold for a Good 10 seconds, 20 seconds or whatever. Yeah. I can definitely see the perk of it. Yeah. But, man, that beats a warm shower, man. Like a hot shower in the middle of the <laughs> And winter. what's a cold shower supposed to do? It re- basically regenerates everything. It's suppo- yeah. It's supposed to... Because your body is running hot all the time. You're cooking. You're, you're always cooking, right? Your body's cooking itself. Um, so when you have the cold shower, it basically lowers your temperature, mm. your whole body temperature. Uh, and supposedly it does wonders for like people who have inflammation issues or autoimmune issues, hmm. stuff like that. Inflammation, it, may, it would make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Inflammation comes from overheating and mm. stretching. So cold will definitely bring that back down, man. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like there's too many. While we're on the subject of balls. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a dick. I can't remember where I saw, I was reading somewhere and they were saying that, um, there's the I think they've done a study and they're finding that men's testosterone is at a like it's at an all time low. I saw something like that. I don't remember where. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, that's interesting. Mm. Like, what would the contributing factors be? Because yeah, they're saying. Tilting me. <laughs> I like it. Because <laughs> 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 they, they were saying like things that contribute to testosterone and they're like exercise. Yep. Uh, uh, Stallone movies. Stallone movies. <laughs> Dude, ever since you went on hiatus, the you know, mankind is just depleted. You know what I mean? Just sitting there watching Rambo Van Damme movies. Somewhere in a lab, there's a graph of Stallone budget blocks, like blockbusters going up yeah. and then down, dipping after the, the late 80s, and just the population just dipping. You know what I mean? They saw the, the rise again once uh, Expendables came out. Let's see. And like, how can we get it back to that? America stopped winning uh, gold medals in weightlifting. Boxing and judo, coincidentally, pairing off with Stallone's shitty comedies from the early nineties. <laughs> <90s. laughs> you know I mean? Okay, sorry. No, that's it. I was like, because uh, 
the um, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, so what is it that's making men's testosterone drop? They're saying things that contribute to it is uh, exercise. Um, I can't remember what the other things were. Because it was directly affecting sperm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's sperm count. Sperm and, count. And the healthiness yeah. of yeah, sperm. Yeah. 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 They said it was really bad. Yeah, very okay, bad. Yeah. Um, okay, so a study on large sample, this was a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. A study on a large sample of American men found that the average testosterone level has been dropping by about as much as 1% per year. Testosterone levels lower naturally with age, but this study found that a 65-year-old man in 87 had about 17% more testosterone than a 65-year-old man in 2004. So, a uh, potential cause of these declines have been increased by increased obesity, BMI. That's right. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Diet, uh, fetoestrogens, declined exercise, physical activity, fat percentage, marijuana use, and environmental toxins. Environmental toxins. Mmm. Just skim past over that one. <laughs> what would you classify as environmental? environmental? That that, uh, extended use at like at a computer, sitting down at a Radiation. Desk? Yeah, radiation. Hey. Yeah, don't you remember? The Simpsons, man. Um, when you want to go for a, yeah, your phone. You're keeping your phone literally next to your in your pocket. Yeah. In your pocket. I I walk around with my phone as little yeah, as close. I hold it in my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do okay. it a lot too. Or put it in my jacket pocket as opposed to down in my pants. Hmm. Yeah, radiation's a big one. I think it's a hell of a thing. <laughs> hell of a thing. Don't you remember marches? I heard that. So it so, makes you sterile. <laughs> now you tell me. So essentially, the five G is going to absolutely be melting the nuts. <laughs> Oh. Melting the nuts. Yeah, let's not talk what? about 5G. Like a fire. <laughs> Wait, man, I told you, they said three years ago that it's cancerous. They're like, it's strong. That it can cause. So have they fixed that in the last three years, or are they just put in a phone and, yeah, it's fixed? <laughs> put it next to your balls. You know? I mean, okay. try, try it and get back to me. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> So Elon Musk was on SNL. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <Sad>. <laughs> Hang on, wait. Speaking of testosterone, uh, yeah, he's mine. <laughs> You're fucked. I feel it. So the thing at the, <laughs> at the start of the week, apparently the SNL cast demanded a safe space from him. Did you yeah. hear about that? Yeah. Which is hilarious. Piss off. Yes. Mm, no, it gets worse. Yeah. Why? Oh, that's all I know. What do you know? No, keep going. They 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 wrote an open letter saying that they want a safe space from him. Because his words are dangerous and harmful. Wait, is that a joke? No. That's no. serious. Nope. Dave Chappelle came out in his defense and said, like, no one's ever going to be woke enough for these people. Like, they can all get fucked. Yeah. I didn't know that, but, yeah. Mm. Wow. Okay, yes. hang on. And yeah. then I haven't seen it, but I've seen conflicting reviews. They're like, they're saying that they actively tried to sabotage him. Yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, his yeah, skits. yeah, yeah. They had him saying things, because he's a, like, he was a... I don't know if he's an anti mask like he doesn't like he was against wearing masks. Yeah. So they got him to say in a skit as a cowboy bank robber or something that he was against masks but now he sees the point in them but as a bank robber. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so but get him to parrot those words, you know? Well so, he he uh he he flushed the okay sign as well. Oh did he? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. Um people have lost their minds. <sighs> Okay, this is, what, this is what I understand. You know what kills it? Did you see when he was on Joe Rogan? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We were and he's like, weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, he just loses it when there's that deer in the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, is that thing dead? He's like, yeah. yeah. And he just loses it. Yeah. Because the dude's hilarious. Well, so then he came out and said he's got Asperger's. Why, why was he on SNL? He's not a comedian. He, they invited him to host. Before. Well, I don't know. Because well, that's he's the thing they might have tried to sabotage him. 
Because his mum was has- there too. Oh, really? His mum was up there. Okay. So, and then uh, together, obviously, they, they came out and said, you know, he's he's been dealing with Asperger's all his life and- mm. You know, people have... I mean, I've always known he's something... Something was up. Yeah. You can tell. You can tell, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I just felt like they they did wrong by him. It's just not fair what they did. The I haven't watched genius. it. I'll watch it. I'll see how it goes. But I haven't watched SNL in probably at least five years. Yeah, same. Long time. Long, long time. I haven't watched it, like, in... I don't remember. It hasn't been good. <laughs> I just didn't understand why they bought Musk on there, because he's not a comedian. He's not like a... He's had a lot of hype. In the media. So it's a good strategy if they want to, you know, like get some viewership up. Mm. Really good strategy. The guy tweets something. The guy literally just tweets something and then the stocks for that company just go It was Dogecoin. Yeah. Okay, so tell me. Dogecoin makes no sense. It doesn't have to. It's the people's coin. Did you see? Oh, is this why you pasted that video? Which video? That on the thread. The Bill Maher one? Yeah. Is that why? Did you watch it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did, yes. Bill yes, Maher explaining yes. what cryptocurrency was. Yeah. I reckon that's probably the best best explanation on what crypto is. Okay, that's it. He's a banana. Let's go to the tape. <laughs> Let's go to the no, tape. No, that's all right. We watched I, it. Yeah, yeah, I bought okay. Doge at five cents. Elon Musk tweeted a shitty picture that looks like his unborn child might have drawn at the time. Um, and then the price went to 45 cents. Just because he tweeted it. Okay. That's not his fault. That's people being dumb. Yeah, it is. 100%. Dude, it's like toilet paper. Oh. At the start of the pandemic, toilet yeah. paper was worth a brick of gold each of supply. Yeah. Of course, man. He, what, what are you going to wipe your ass with? Leaves. Yeah, but it was, it was founded on nothing. Even yeah, the government came out and said, <laughs> no. <laughs> but even the government came out Musk. and said, stop it. Like, there is yeah, no shortage. Yeah. There won't be I want to know who triggered that off. The one person that decided to walk through Woolies with a trolley full of dunny roll, and then it was like, hey, can, like, take you know what that, that is? toilet paper for? <laughs> I'm going to get some of that. And then it just, Dude, you know, the whole country just Do you know what that is? Yeah. What do you mean a bank's out yeah, of money? <laughs> some of it. Oh, you have cash to make some customers. <laughs> just a second here. It's in Fred's it's house. It's in Fred's house. Hey, what are you doing with money in your house, Fred? <laughs> <laughs> he starts a riot yeah. in a bank. <laughs> oh, man. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah. Some idiot just said, oh, we're going to run out of toilet paper. Yeah. And then that was it. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I saw uh, a picture in uh, from a supermarket in Japan that a friend sent me two weeks before we even heard about anything about COVID, uh, uh, well, COVID or the shortages. Shortages, and I said, "Oh, what the hell? You know, what the hell's going on?" And they're like, "They're just buying everything, and the toilet. There's no toilet paper. Like, no one can wipe their ass in Japan right now." <laughs> yeah. And then two weeks later is when everything started happening here. They're so ahead I'm, of the curve, man. We're yeah. behind. We're clearly behind. <laughs> no, no. Look, you know, man. sorry, sorry, just quickly. Yeah. In Italy, my cousin um, sent me a photo, and basically in the shopping centres, yeah. everything was bought, everything, except, like, even the pasta was all, like, everything was sold out, except except, except a specific type of pasta that <laughs> Italians hate, <laughs> and it was, uh, it was penne yeah. with lines on them. Oh, yeah, I hate oh, that so too. They're like rigatoni, yeah. but... In penne form. Yeah. And they just weren't touched. They were just sitting there, like an entire shelf full of them. But everything else was sold off the shelf. <laughs> Every other type of pasta. I can see that. 
<laughs> that's really specific. <laughs> it is. Italians are idiots. Do you know what that proves? That proves that people are idiots. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yeah. If, you, if there's a zombie apocalypse and you run the Safeway and you're like liquidating. It's like quickly, they're coming. You're grabbing, you're grabbing everything, but you stop. Kids, go. Go. Grab tuna aisle. It's like a can of tuna. You don't have a can opener. <laughs> the pasta yeah. with, no, with, uh, with the lines. Uh, yeah. uh, it's like, grab all the tuna. Grab everything. No, no, not that one. It's got rosemary in it. Yeah, That's how dumb people are, man. That, if you want proof that humans are idiots, yeah. there's your proof. Yeah. Uh, 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 not an e proof. Yeah, I already got plenty more proof before that. But yeah. Isle in Italy where the one form is still unedible. <laughs> Like, I, I was really lucky because I was doing keto at the time when every uh, like the shortages, the flour and the yeah, pasta yeah. and the meats and everything was going nuts, right? And I'm just walking in and there's no sugar, there's no flour. I'm like, all right, I don't eat flour, I don't care. Sugar, I don't eat it, I don't care. So the, the only thing that I had was like the replacement sugar and I was like, yeah, and it's just full. <laughs> it was just full. It was, the, it was the best thing ever. I'm like, it's sweet. Mm. And it was on special. You know what kills you, man? Like, we're talking about COVID, like the lockdowns, as mm. if it was like ancient history. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we're reminiscing now on mm. something that we, technically just over hey, a look, Hey, look, I don't know if you saw today's new, but it looks like it might start again, depending on if they, they find out how many guys, these people, this guy talked to, yeah. contact within four days of being here. Yeah, where, where was he? Up north somewhere. Epping. Yeah? Yeah, Epping? a lot of it was in Epping. But just because it was up there doesn't mean he might have, you know, no, no, run into someone who can bring it down here. Whatever. Look at uh, when it was the last lockdown. when snap, they sh- The snap one, yeah. Um, no, I think it was just before that. And it was like a guy had come over and they tracked his finger, like his movements. The dude went to four go- uh, golf driving ranges in one day, one in, <laughs> one in Marabun, one in Dandenong. Oh, yeah. How yeah, yeah. much golf balls you got to hit, man? Like, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you buy a new golf club, a uh, new club or something. Like, you but, know. <laughs> but that's the thing, man. With, like, think about what happened during COVID, right? Yeah. The start of it. What, well, how did people react? They bought all the toilet paper in the known land. It'll happen again, right? Though. All the toilet paper. No one could wipe their ass, mm. like, you know, comfortably. You were counting ply. Yeah. No Thai, no Indian meals, nothing. People were baking bread. Mm. People were baking bread out of sheer boredom. Yeah. yeah. What happened to all these uh, stonemasons? Making and, craft uh, beers too. Yeah, craft beers, making their own jewellery and shit. Yeah. They're all... Th- no, I think, and that's the thing. They were baking bread like they reinvented the wheel. Mm. <laughs> like they were okay. the most- yeah, yeah. Like, look at this. You know, I made the bread. She made her own cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a store. I just yeah, want to yeah. go for a mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's like, I used to wa- I used to see it on Instagram, man. Yeah. These yeah. idiots making bread. But you know why? That's why they were like that. Because they've lived a life where they've had everything where they just go to the shops and get it. I know. They've never had to but, dude, s- support themselves bread in that sense. literally one of the oldest foods ever cultivated on the planet. It's water and flour, man. Yes, but like I said, people can just go to Woolies and get it for two dollars, and that's done. But think about that for for months. But what, what were the stupid trends that people were doing? Bread, beers. Um, they went through the baking phase, all that sort of shit. Bunnings, Bunnings runs, yeah. And until yeah. they got banned from Bunnings, and mm. then everyone was losing their minds. Mm. Home workouts. How many of these people are still dying to get outside and go for a walk? No one. No, no one. Mm. No one. They're no. driving to Woolies now. How many times have they walked around uh, Brighton? 
Yeah, well, that, that they know Brighton inside and out. I have oh, to. Yeah. Uh, I think I've got to move somewhere. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, I'm sick of the same streets. Yeah, no, I just yeah. can't. Just can't. Do How it. good was Dan Andrews' response? Though? It's better to be bored in Brighton than dying in a, in a yeah, hospital yeah, bed. Yeah. 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 yeah, but she moved up north to Queensland. Yeah. No, How yeah. many people this time last year were talking about moving? Because it was going to become a Nazi state, and Dan the dictator was going to have us living in uh, a gulag. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was talking about it. Gulag. No, no, no. I'm, dude, I'm being yeah. serious. Sensitive. <laughs> I, I actually unfriended quite a few people during that COVID time, just because I, I was so sick of hearing shit every day on a daily basis. And dude, you know what, man? I've purposely like been not scouring, but I've keeping an eye out for the people that were the most vocal about COVID mm. restrictions being anti, you know, uh, Australian, you know what I mean? Anti-freedom, mm. all that yeah, sort of crap yeah, yeah. leading to all this crap. Not a word about it anymore. COVID stars, where are they now? Now they're talking about what's happening <laughs> in Israel and, and, and Gaza. What happened now? Oh, the hummus thing. The Hamas. 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 I'll go straight to Hamas every the time. People, hummus. The people that go crush at that festival. No, they bombed them. Israelis are bombing Palestinians, man. They're doing uh, strikes. In Gaza? Yeah. Are you serious? Missile strikes. When was that? The, yesterday. D- yesterday. Oh, no Israel idea. news. I'll, I'll look it up right now. Why? Yeah, hang on. Something about uh, they were contesting the holy ground. That's... Ah, that's you don't fuck around with that. Hundreds of Palestinians hurt in Jerusalem, holy site, as Israeli police fire tear gas stun grenades. And then they started... Just launching missiles. Launching missiles, yeah. The red alert thing went off in the whole area. Yeah, so Everyone was just running. Yeah, Israeli police, uh, firing tear gas, stun grenades, rubber bullets, clashed with stone-throwing Palestinians at a flashpoint Jerusalem holy site. Uh, more dozen tear gas canisters uh, landed in the... Surely out. they wouldn't just release missiles. Something would have happened. They just popped them off. There's nothing... No, no, no. There, there was no other information on it. Th- was there? I think that was it. I'll look it up. Al After Jazeera. The Al Ju- no, you don't go to Al Jazeera. <laughs> I'm going to Al Jazeera. They're going to say straight, that. Straight to the source. Straight to the source. <laughs> Imperialistic pig of the Israeli <laughs> armed forces. I'm created a genocide of 50,000 Palestinians dude, today. I'm going straight to Al Jazeera because that's where you're going to find something that's relevant on this, dude, man. And then it's like, dude, five people died. No, no. But I actually don't know if anyone died. No, but that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Al Jazeera is a little bit too anti-Semitic. You're going to no, find something might be that's anti-Semitic. But if you want to find actual facts on it, maybe a kill count. Yeah, 24 Palestinians killed in Israeli air raids and 106 yeah. wounded. Palestinian health ministry says um, uh, Hamas fires rockets into Israel. So 24 Palestinians have been killed in Israeli air raids on Gaza. Hamas released missiles into Israel after Hamas launched rockets from the coastal territory towards Israel. And then Israel retaliated so that Israel way. Israel forces continue to bombard the territory well until Tuesday morning, targeting sites in uh, Khan Yunus, uh, the Al Baraj refugee camp in Al uh, So Hamas Zay- released missiles into Israel and Israel retaliated. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, hang on. I'm, I'm, Did they retaliate? In what form? Hang on, hang on. By shooting missiles into... Did hang they? on, hang on. Wikipedia is usually pretty good for like running news like this. Hang on. Ongoing clashes be- began on 6th of May uh, between Palestinian protesters and Israeli police over a planned Israeli Supreme Court decision regarding evictions of Palestinians in uh, Sheikh Jarrah, East Jerusalem. So the violence which con- coincided with the holidays, uh, two holidays, uh, Jerusalem Day and uh, Leilat al-Qadah, has resulted in Butchered. over 300 suck a dick. <laughs> Uh, 300 people being injured. <laughs> that just rolled into it. It's like, 200, most, suck a dick. Most of them Palestinians <laughs> civilians. Yeah, 300 people being injured. 24 Palestinians, including nine children, and 103 more have been wounded. Um, Hold on. Who initiated? That's what I'm trying to find. 
Go work faster. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not getting that part. Okay, so hang on. Here we go. This is what... Oh, shit. Look at this. Supreme Court of Israel is expected to deliver a ruling on whether to uphold the eviction of six Palestinian families from a neighborhood, right? Yeah. Claims to the neighborhood has been a contentious issue for centuries. Two Jewish trusts bought a section of it from Arab landowners in 1876. Then, you know, during the 48 War, Jordan captured the area... Etc. You know, went back and forth, whatever. So mm-hmm. during the Six Day War, Israel recaptured it. Mm-hmm. Jewish trust sold the homes to right wing settlers, and then uh, made repeated attempts to evict the Palestinian residents. And then uh, apparently there was going to be a forced eviction. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Far right politician visited the area, said that the houses belonged to Jews. Told the police to open fire on protesters. Mm. And then uh, reported Israeli settlers had been seen in the area, openly carrying assault rifles and revolvers. Um, then the clashes started. They were broken up by Israeli police, who arrested at least seven people. Uh, then further clashes at a mosque, a nearby mosque. And the Islamic holy night of, on the 8th, Palestinians threw stones, lit fires, and chanted like a whole bunch of shit. So now why would, no, this is, hang like, on. They, they basically held a protest, right? While holding Hamas flags, and then the Israeli police wearing right gear, used stun grenades, water cannons, Etc. Then the, the Israeli forces stormed the mosque, Islam's third holiest site, injuring hundreds. Palestinians threw rocks and firecrackers, and cops were using stun grenades and rubber bullets. And then, um, yeah, 215 Palestinians were injured, and militants in Gaza fired rockets into Israel. So basically, they wanted to evict these Palestinians that have been on the land, mm. up to the point of, like, you know, inciting uh, Jews to just basically become militant vigilante sort of like mm. in the area. Uh, the the Palestinians started protesting. Then the Israelis cops just started rubber bulleting and stun grenading everyone. Mm. So it's just massive. Yeah. So what Thoughts? do you reckon? Hmm? What do you reckon? Yeah, what do you reckon? I find it intriguing that they decided to protest on a holy night. What do you mean? It just happened to coincide. I think it was the, the, the Do you timing. think so? Well, the, you the, think... Law, the, the ruling on the, the eviction was then. Yeah, but they could have uh, they could have protested the next day when it wasn't a holy day. It just coincided with it. Well, I, you wouldn't have the momentum, right? It's not like right? Tet. It's not like, it's not like Vietnamese Tet where the Viet, Viet Cong attacked. In the no, what I'm saying is, is I find it interesting because that would be a good way to arc everybody up by saying they attacked us on a day of... Uh, holy, a holy day. Mm. I just find that interesting. I mean, I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure it's it... a holy day for both both sides. Yeah, it's a holy day for Muslims and in Israelis, like a Jews. Yeah, the statement stands for itself. Oh, fucking hell. Like, regardless, man. Part, if you can get past the calendar, well, I just find that interesting because that could be easily used as not an excuse, but as a form of rally, a, a rallying factor. Okay. This the well the. The reason behind all of it still stands. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying... Uh, you haven't gotten past the... Okay, get past the calendar. Okay, I mean, so let's get past shooting the calendar. rockets, like missiles, into civilian territories, that, that that should be a war crime, right? Like, that's that's a mass yeah, scale thing. The, yeah, but the Palestinians were just protesting, and the Israelis started uh, rubber bulleting and uh, mm. stun grenading everyone for protesting something. Yeah. Mm. Look, you're not going to solve. I didn't Gaza. see that in America. No, of course not. We're not going to solve Gaza like right now. Well, 
How much time do I have time? We've got time. We've got time. <laughs> Give me a pen and paper. No, no, no. Well, here. There's one here. you got the napkin. you got my pen. No, no, no. But, like... I say we kick out the Jews and the Palestinians. <laughs> Put the Mormons in there. <laughs> And we give it to the Cypriots. <laughs> Why? Because oh, they're right there. I wouldn't. <laughs> How far is it? It's just over the... Actually, actually it's just across the channel. No, no, I'm serious. Gaza... It's distance. across from a channel, man. We're in Gaza distance. Just Google map it. I am. It's uh, 6,000 kilometres. Yeah. It's like from here to Sydney. Yeah. No, from here to Sydney's 1,000 kilometres. All right, six Sydney's away. <laughs> that's at the top of the board. I think that's more Townsville, from here to Townsville. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What are you talking about? Six Sydney's away. Sydney's <laughs> literally an hour away. No, it's not Sydney. It's it takes you an hour away. to get from here. No, I'm talking driving. Ah, oh, ten hours. <laughs> it's eight and a half to nine and a half. Yeah, six with it's no still on six. I calm down, speed racer. I'm mm. actually going to Sydney in a couple of weeks. Don't put your hand or head out the window when you're doing speed. <laughs> <laughs> what? Mm. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> My mate like stuck his head out the window when we we're driving to Sydney once. Yeah. I was flying down. <laughs> and this like, a, like a bug just hit him straight in between the eyes. And he had this massive bruise. It was just a tiny little bug. I don't know what the hell it was. Like a beetle? Are you sure it was a bug or was it a rock? No, because it died. Like it, 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 squashed stuck, on, it, it was just indented. Yeah, it was squashed head. on his head. It was amazing. Yeah. Bruise. Oh, it was huge. He had a massive bruise from it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Good times. <laughs>